I had the window open in the computer room all day because I had it shut for a little bit and then I opened it because it's so hot in the house. I'm like, I need airflow because I'm going to have to shut it when we record. Otherwise, you're going to hear everything outside because there's a lot of birds. And now it's wind. hot again. Yeah. I, did a, I printed a 250-page document for my clients. <laughs> and I left my window open. This happened not today. Yeah. And I come back from a walk and the papers are everywhere. They're oh, no. Completely did you have to reorganize all 250 uh, pages? They are currently sitting on my nightstand right there. Or not nightstand, but little desk waiting for me to do that. It's on my task list. And I honestly think that it might just be easier <laughs> to reprint them. That's a lot I of was, pages. It was a lot of pages. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that like all of, almost all of them, like it's, it's bad. That's so. crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my, I wasn't super thrilled when I, <laughs> I would be so mad. Yeah. Papers down the hallway. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> That's, I, I shouldn't laugh at you. It is kind of funny. No, but. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'll figure it out. It's not the mm -hmm. worst thing that's ever happened. So we're back. I'm Heidi. I'm Danielle. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of exciting. We're starting our new, I mean, this is like a soft, intro was our last episode to season two and this is kind of us jumping in with both feet now so yeah how do you feel about that I'm, are you nervous I'm excited no yeah. I've been working all day so I haven't really had time to be nervous that's good <laughs> I guess that's the way to do it um no I'm I'm really excited and yeah I'm just excited to share the gospel mm -hmm. and put the focus on Christ Christ and just have deep conversations about that and yeah. Um, I'm excited for our rotations of sharing the gospel and hearing yeah. testimonies and talking about just gospel conversations. So the reality behind sharing the gospel and mm -hmm. how sometimes it's challenging. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. excited for what's to come and to see what God does with this. I'm definitely excited to hear different people's uh, stories of salvation. Like that's yeah. exciting to me just to hear how God reached different people. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> yes, so yes. exciting. Mm -hmm. So if we were to have a conversation with somebody who has never heard the gospel before, how do you think, like, what is a good way to do it? Or do you have, like, walk us through it, Danielle. How would we go yeah. about it? Share the gospel with I'd me. To. So would... as if I've never heard the gospel before, I want you to share the gospel with me. Okay. Okay. So you're not a Christian. No. You've never heard it before. You no. may have some understanding of Christianity, sure. like slight. Can we say that? Sure. Okay. All right. So, Heidi, mm -hmm. if you were to die today, do you think that you'd go to heaven? Um, I mean, I think I'm a pretty decent person. I don't think I deserve to go to hell. So yes, I guess. I think so. Yeah. Like maybe, are you are you one hundred percent sure? Like no doubt about it. No, I mean I'm I'm pretty sure. Please, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would, but I'm not. I can't say a hundred percent. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, did you know that God says that you can know for sure that you're going to heaven? So your maybe can turn into a one hundred percent resounding yes. Kind of really? cool, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So I'm going to read a couple of verses to you, if, if you don't mind. And the first one is 1 John 5.13. 
It says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the son of God, that ye may know that he have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the son of God. And just to, to recap that, it says that you may know that you have eternal life. And so God says in his word that you can know for sure. So I'll get a, I'll get a little bit more into that. Um, my first question for you is, have you ever told a lie? Yeah, everyone has. <laughs> okay. Everyone who says differently <laughs> is lying. <laughs> exactly. If you said no, then I might say that you're probably lying. Yeah. So one thing that I like to say is the Bible is often found to be complex. There's donkeys that talk. There's a lot of things that can be a little bit confusing, but the gospel, the good news, gospel stands for good news. It's simple. Jesus died on the cross and I'll get into that a little bit more later on. So just bear with me. Um, he died so that we would all have eternal life. He gave us this beautiful, beautiful gift, but there's a few things that we have to do to obtain that gift. And it's simple, I promise. Um, the first step to that is admitting that you're a sinner, which you just did. You just told me that you have once told a lie before, probably more than once. I know <laughs> I've told many lies. Um, so the first step to it is admitting that you're a sinner. If you can't admit that you're a sinner, then you don't need a savior. What's the point of that, right? Mm -hmm. So Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.10 says, for there is, there is none righteous, no, not one. So we have all fallen short of the glory of God. We have all told a lie. We have all done certain things. Um, in the book of Revelation 21, it lists all of these different sins, and a lot of them are, are very extreme. Um, for example, the cowardly, the unbelieving, the abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So there's wow, so all of these crazy sins. Yeah, lying, lying is included beside murder. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so the point behind that is that you probably haven't murdered someone. I hope not. Um, but Little you have told a lie and <laughs> I've told a lie, right? Yeah. All of us have. So the point behind that is that we are all sinners. Mm -hmm. And the second step to this is understanding and realizing the penalty for that sin. And as I just read, the penalty for that sin is um, that all liars and all of those other things shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death, which is hell. Mm -hmm. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So we are sinners and we realize that the penalty for that sin is eternal hellfire. It's eternal, it's eternal hell. And as scary as that sounds, there are consequences for the sins that we commit. And again, going back um, to Romans 6.23, which I just read that for the wages of sin is death. So again, if you have sinned before, what's the, what happens when you sin based on that verse? What's the, what's the outcome at the end of your life of sin? You die. Exactly. You die. You, you, you go to hell. The opposite of heaven is hell. Are you following me so far? Any questions? Yeah, I, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do you have questions? No, <laughs> I mean, I'm following you. I'm getting, I'm getting it. I'm picking Got up it. what you're putting down. Awesome. <laughs> So again, you admit that you're a sinner. If we're not sinners, why would we need a savior? 
Right. You have to realize the penalty for sin. The penalty for sin is death. And number three is believe that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again for you. So short recap, about 2,000 years ago, um, God sent his son, Jesus. He lived a sinless life on earth. He was born of, um, of a virgin, Mary. Um, he lived on the earth for about 33 years, I believe. Um, he started his ministry at the age of 30. And it was, so it was essentially three years where he walked the earth, shining the light of God um, and just living a perfect sinless life. And at the end of his life, um, he died on the cross for our sins. He bore the iniquity. He bore the sins that we should pay for. He paid for those on the cross and he died and was buried in an actual tomb. Uh, the Bible says that a stone was rolled over the tomb and three days later, he rose again from the dead and the people that were close to Jesus, they were at the tombstone and they were going there to mourn him and the tombstone had rolled away and he wasn't there anymore and an angel appeared to them and said that he had risen again and the short story of all of that or the short I guess recap of that is that God sent his son to die on the cross for your sins the sins that you admitted to having he bore that for you first Peter 2 24 says that who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. People who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ were healed by the stripes of him who died on the cross for your sins. Um, Romans 5, 8. I know I'm reading a lot of verses to you, but the Bible is, is the word of God. And this is where I, I get the foundation from. Um, it says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we are still in our sin, he chose to send his son, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die, to bear the sins, to bear the lies, to bear the all of the things that you have done in your life. If you can get a piece of paper and write out all of the times that you sinned, if you could remember all of them, we would have pages and pages full because we are sinners. But he died to take those sins, to bear them on himself. Are you still following me? Yeah. Makes sense what you're saying so far. Second Peter 4, 9 says that he, being Christ, um, is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So we have the story of Jesus dying on the cross. He, he paid for our sins. But then how do you become saved? I guess is the question. You, you hear this great story. You're like, okay, I want in. This sounds great. Eternal life. Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Um, he's paid for that. How do, how do I get into that? And the simple answer is, first of all, understanding those things, truly grasping and truly understanding the truth behind that. And the beautiful thing is, is that it's a gift. And what you have to do to obtain that gift is to trust Christ alone as your savior. So I have an illustration for you. If I show up to your house tomorrow and I have this beautiful gift, I'm going to give you this gift. Um, but before I give it to you, I tell you that you must go wash my car or I'll, let's just say five bucks. You got to give me five bucks or wash my car. I'd let you choose. What? That's, 
still is that so I really need a car wash <laughs> so maybe I could do that me and you both <laughs> would it still be considered a gift no I'm paying you for it or I'm working for it I'm doing something so, for that you're earning it essentially you're earning the gift like I won't give you the gift until you do what I need you to which is wash my car give right. me five bucks okay so my point behind this is that Christ died on the cross for our sins which is something that he is giving to us eternal life in heaven it's a gift but that gift the most important part behind all of this is that you understand that that gift is fully given to you in grace that it is a gift that you are saved by grace and not by works. There is nothing that you can do, Heidi, to be good enough to be saved. There is nothing that you can do to be good enough to be in the body of Christ. But what if, what if I haven't accepted that, but like I'm, you know, I go to the homeless shelter and I'm feeding the poor or I, yeah, great question. You know, do these things that are really wholesome, wonderful things. I mean, yeah. Doesn't that count? So again, I'm going to read to you Romans 6, 23. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Ephesians 2, 8 says, for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. So you just asked me if you go to the homeless shelter and you, yeah. you help them, you give gifts, you, you cook meals, whatever that is. You are not saved. You can do a million good things in your life. You can be a wonderful person. You can, you can do absolutely amazing things. But if you don't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, as the Bible says, works does not give you salvation. Mm. As I said, I can, I can do 6,000 great things, but I can never earn my way. And the point behind all of this is there's no way to earn your way to heaven. I will never be good enough. And that's the beautiful truth of the gospel is that even though I'm not good enough, Jesus sent his son, or God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross so that I wouldn't have to be good enough to bear those sins, to, to take the payment that I should pay, the payment that I deserve to pay. Mm -hmm. He took that for me and he's giving me the gift of salvation. And all I have to do is to trust alone in him as my savior and know that there is nothing that I can do to earn that. And as a Christian, that is the most beautiful truth that you can hold. It's part of your identity. When you truly fully understand that Jesus died on the cross, that he bore all of the shameful sins that I have committed. When you truly understand that someone would love you, that someone loves you that much, it's it's wild. It's, it's hard to fully grasp and understand. I know you're a mother and being a mother, a, a lot of mothers, I believe would say that they would die for their child, yeah. but would you die for the child of someone else that you don't know? Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't, but Jesus Christ died on the cross for everyone's child, for everyone. He said that, he, um, again, second Peter four, nine says that he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. When Jesus rose again from the dead, as I mentioned earlier, he purchased the gift of eternal life. And again, a gift is a gift, Heidi. You can't work for a gift. 
the only way that you can lose a gift is by giving it back or not accepting it. You can choose to accept a gift or not accept a gift. And so once are, you do accept that gift, it's eternal. You have it forever. So are you saying that after I'm saved, if I lie again, which I will, <laughs> if mm-hmm. I do anything, quote unquote, sin, I'm yeah. still saved? Like it's not that that's not going to be taken away from me? Is that what you're saying? So if I give you a gift yeah, and I put terms on it, like if you lie again, I'm going to take this back from you. Is that still a gift? No, <laughs> not really. Salvation, salvation would be the same way. Mm-hmm. If it's a gift that's given to you and you told a lie, if there's, if there's any sort of terms on it, then it's no longer a true gift. A gift is something that someone gives without any reservation, without any terms attached to it. You truly give that gift to someone. And so, yes, you're right. You're going to tell a lie. I have told lies and I will continue mm-hmm. to sin in my life. And I, I don't want to relish in that or, or try to, um, I shouldn't actively go out and sin, but that doesn't mean that when I do, I lose my salvation because again, it is a free gift that, that Christ has given to us by bearing our sins on the cross. I see. Hmm. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> it is it's the best gig in town <laughs> yeah sounds like it so romans ten thirteen, just finishing up here says that for who whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved and john 14 6 says that jesus said unto him i am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me and that just sort of capped everything that i just said that again, to be saved, first of all, you have to admit that you're a sinner. You have to admit that you've told a lie. We've all told a lie. You have to realize the penalty for sin. The Bible again says that for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Then you have to believe that Jesus died on the cross. If we do all of the steps except for believing that he actually paid the penalty for our sins, then none of it makes sense. But he paid the penalty which was dying on the cross. And part of that was being raised again. And remember, he lived a sinless, perfect life. And the the point behind that is someone that lived a perfect and sinless life does not deserve to pay for the sins of someone else, but he chose to. God sent his son who was blameless and perfect to pay for my sins of someone that is a sinner. And again, the final step and the best part of it all is just trusting in Christ alone as your savior. And the the most important thing, well, maybe not the most, well, maybe, (laughs) is is truly understanding this. And I'll get into this um, another time, but um, you can say you're a Christian and not fully grasp or understand these things. And that's the important part here to fully, truly understand that you are saved by grace and that there is nothing that you can do, Heidi, to lose that salvation. You were bought with a, with a price and you just need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's that simple. Yes, ma'am, it is. Wow. It's, it's amazing. And that's the beautiful thing is it's not complicated. Yeah. And I shared at the beginning that, yes, people will say that the Bible is complex. And as a Christian, I agree. There are some things that I don't understand in the Bible, 
there's a lot of different conversations that we can have. There's a lot of disagreements. You'll often hear of a ton of different denominations, people Mm. that believe different things. But the gospel, the gospel is what saves and the gospel is what is simple. And that is what is the most important thing. We can talk about politics. We can talk about poverty. We can talk about anything and everything. But at the end of the day, those things will not save you. There is hope in Christ. And that is what saves. That's beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing the gospel with me. I am pleased and so thankful to say that I actually have already accepted the beautiful gift. And if you, listener, want to do the same, if you want to have a beautiful, thriving relationship with God, the very first thing that you have to do to even connect with him at all is is to do exactly what Danielle just explained, to accept this simple gift that's been given to you for free. And that's all it all it takes. Also, if if you have any more questions about just accepting Jesus Christ as your savior and Lord of your life or getting connected with a church or if you need a Bible, feel free to contact us. You can message us on Facebook at Unstoppable Grace Podcast or on Instagram at Unstoppable Grace Podcast as well. Or you can email us at unstoppablegracepodcast at gmail.com. It's all very repetitive. You won't have a hard time finding us. And shoot us a message. We'd love to help you. And just before we close, um, Mm -hmm. Heidi will post this in the show notes, but there is a prayer that um, you should say if you choose to believe in Jesus. um, The Bible says that we should confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. Um, And so that is important. Um, And Heidi is saved, so she's not going to go through that prayer, but we will um, post that in the show notes. Yes. And again, if this is something that you have questions about, if you are unsure, um, yeah, just unsure of some things, reach out. Um, This truly is the greatest gift that could ever be given. And the important part is truly understanding. I keep saying the word truly. But um, it is true. Um, it's true. <laughs> understanding that it is simple. And there are so many complex things in our world right now, always. And there always will be. The Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. Um, but this is something that will change your life forever. And many people believe that I've had many conversations where someone says that I, I can't be a Christian or I don't want to be a Christian because I have to follow all these rules. And there are, there are rules. The Bible commands us to do certain things, but we are not saved by those. Mm -hmm. Should we follow those rules and should we follow the word of God? Yes, we should. Um, But that is not a requirement for being saved. And when you truly understand who Jesus Christ is, in my opinion, obviously I, I still sin and still struggle, but it is my desire to shine the light of Christ. It is my desire to tell anyone and everyone that will listen about Christ because what he did for me, it gives me goosebumps. There's just, yeah, there's no other way to describe it, but I, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> On our own, we are so far from great, but by his grace, we are unstoppable. That's it for today. Thanks for taking the time to listen in. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our show and give us a rating. Until next time, take care and God bless.